0: Uh, hey, Corey. <laughs> We're back on the podcast. You I'm know, <laughs> I, yeah. I just, I'm, hey, welcome back to Ways of Center, everybody I'm just trying out my Sylvester Stallone impression.
1: You're better than Sylvester Stallone.
0: At doing Sylvester Stallone.
1: At, every, at everything. <laughs> at every well, single thing.
0: Well, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, he did, like... He did get his dream screenplay, like produced and win, won an Oscar, like, on the first go.
1: He won an Oscar? What? Well, no, he
0: didn't win it, but, I mean, Rocky won Best Picture.
1: Oh, I forgot. That's
0: kind of a, an accomplishment. And, yeah. interestingly...
1: Green Book won an Oscar.
0: <laughs> Rocky's a better movie than Green Book. Just be quiet. But, no, what I was about to do was... It was kind of, I was thinking in the car about, like... Because I was I, I by myself, I was just doing Stallone voices tonight, and I the movie I'm talking to talk about, which I saw and Corey didn't see it. But uh, say hi to the audience, Corey.
1: Hello, it is wifely duties, Corey, who did not perform the wifely duty of seeing this movie.
0: <laughs> I know, bad Corey, <laughs> bad wifely duties, Corey. <laughs> you, I guess, took a stand and didn't want to use your AMC A list <laughs> on <laughs> this movie, which. Was and wasn't a wise decision, and I'll get to both reasons why in a moment, but I had a thought about trying to do Stallone on lewds, (laughs) (laughs) and if you could tell if he's any different like when he's sober,
1: it's bad! (laughs)
0: Like from Wolf of Wall Street.
1: He is all the
0: loose. (laughs) No, I know he can talk kind of properly, but something about his speech pattern, like, often has kind of seemed a little bit, like, marble-mouthed.
1: So much human growth hormone he can't move his face. Yeah,
0: you know what's... Watching him in this movie, like... So in this movie, last last uh, I called him Last Rambo. Well, Rambo Last Blood. At least this time, it's not just Rambo. Even though it's really Rambo Four. Um, you know, before in this one, when if if you're looking at him, just like at first, when you first take a look at him for like the first few seconds, you think to yourself like, okay, you know, actually he doesn't look that bad for his age. I mean, he's seventy three.
1: Old enough to run for president.
0: Ah! Well, (laughs) there you go. Well, (laughs) compared to the speaker, he's a kid. Um, Yeah, old enough to run for president. Oh, God. You know, I think... I could be wrong, but I think your birthday... You share a birthday with Sylvester Stallone. Do I really? Yeah.
1: I share a birthday with George W. Bush, too.
0: I know. Only the best. (laughs) No. But... No, but the thing is, you look at him and at first you think, oh, he doesn't look that bad. But it's like the longer you look at his face, you suddenly realize, oh, oh, something. His face isn't moving that much. He's like not that
1: expressive. He looks like a mountain. (laughs) Yeah. A (laughs) craggy mountain that's been that's worn down through centuries of deforestation and (laughs) environmental (laughs) abuse.
0: He is what's left after the Brazilian rainforest
1: fires.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alright. So I saw Last Blood, and part of the reason I wanted to see was just because You know, I figured to myself, you know, this is, you know, even though I'm not, I'm not that big a fan of this series necessarily, but this seemed like kind of an event that I need to see in a theater, especially because if they're hyping up as, you know, quote, last blood. And frankly, if he's 73 years old, maybe even Stallone realizes I don't really have that many years left doing this stuff. Although... The last one before this, he was already sixty-two, and or sixty whatever he just turned sixty. That felt like it was a proper ending. I mean, you don't remember much from that, do you?
1: No, I don't remember much from any of the Rambo movies I've seen. I found them very unmemorable.
0: Which is weird because they I w- I thought that part. I remember I have a memory of you really wanting to watch two and three, especially because of you know propaganda type reasons
1: well, I might have been initially interested and I do believe you you tend to remember how I feel about movies better than I do
0: <laughs> well I don't remember your exact reaction to uh, two and three I mean I I feel like the third one it was it was not good but it was entertaining in the way that this. Like, I group Rambo 3 with this Dolph Lundgren movie called Red Scorpion, which is the movie that was produced by Jack Abramoff before we watched he was that famous. too. Yeah, and like to me, Rambo 3 is just. That's where he. You know, you think he jumped the shark with the second movie. No, he jumped it with the third movie. And then he let it lie for like 20 years. Uh, I guess because he realized, oh,. I kind of dated myself by making a movie where we're fighting Russia and freeing Afghanistan. <laughs> that didn't go well. <laughs> that didn't go poorly well. All right, but this new movie... you know I don't know. If, did you see the trailer for it?
1: Yes, more than once. It had Old Town Road in it, which is hard to take seriously.
0: The Old Town Road song is not in the actual movie, unfortunately. You would think that maybe they would have the song in the movie, but no. They're just... They just had the song for cheap effect. Um, the odd thing with this movie, so the I could basically sum up the premise in like like that. Um, so Rambo now lives on like a ranch, which I guess is not far from the Mexico border. We don't really are we are not really told where he lives, but we're we get the sense it's supposed to be like some Southwest, I guess. He has like this like Mexican uh, housekeeper whose granddaughter is about to go to college, but before she does that, it's like, I gotta go see my father in Mexico. I gotta reconnect with him. And ram was like, No, don't do that. It's sorry.
1: It's
0: it's poor. Is he
1: her Uh, surrogate father?
0: I guess we're led to believe that. Yeah, I mean there's there's weak backstory. I'm gonna get to what the problem with this movie, but all right. So anyway, she goes down. Um, even though she's told both by J- Rambo and by her grandmother, no, don't go to Mexico. Don't go to your trash father. He's not gonna want to see you. You know, just go to college instead. Oh, I have no idea where this is going. Oh, she goes to Mexico. <laughs> her father surprises wants nothing to do with her, and then a friend guess where this is going takes her out for some drinks they're out partying and oh my god there is a guy who drugs her drink and presto sex slavery because in mexico right away i guess you know you can immediately be sold into sex slavery even they don't even say what city it is but anyway so of course then they find uh, oh my god Oh my God, Rambo! My granddaughter has been kidnapped in Mexico. I don't know where she is. <laughs> and the rest of the movie is basically like, well, until the last fifteen twenty minutes, it's it's basically like weak ass taken, maybe with a mix of like the later Death Wish movies that I haven't <laughs> seen. You know where he like. Paul Kersey in those movies in the first one, it's like, wife is killed and daughter ba- barely lives. Th- second movie, daughter's killed. killed. I might be mixing them up. And then by, like, the fifth movie it's like, her, his accountant's like, <laughs> stepsister. That's almost like this in a way. It's like, it's not even like Rambo's, I guess it's supposed to be like, the housekeeper's family, so the granddaughter's family, and whatever so it's like you kind of know where his train's going he gets he gets the girl brings her back um, here's a Meyer spoiler so if you don't want if you're gonna see the movie and don't want to be spoiled uh, skip ahead a bit um, or you know wait till you see it pause okay keep listening uh, Grandar dies because they were doing that thing that they do where we're gonna keep injecting' her a smack. Over and over, and I guess she OD'd or something. I actually left to go to the get a drink during that. Last 15, 20 where minutes. Where
1: is Bucky, and where is he at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah!
0: Yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> it's a Black Dynamite move. This, this movie is just... Oh god! And then the last fifteen twenty minutes—take a guess what happens?
1: Sylvester so Stallone shoots a lot of people.
0: That—that that would be if. Well, partly that's true. There's a lot that happens in the last fifteen twenty minutes of this movie, and uh, so I mean this—I don't know if this is going to be a very long review. Does like he a,
1: turn like the Rio Grande into a river of blood? Almost well, here's
0: what happens like so this in this movie they they set up early on that for some reason, you know I don't know what Rambo does on this ranch he's just they show him on horses and he does things with them, and he's like he's created this series of interconnected tunnels under his ranch because <laughs> as you do, and there's a point actually where the granddaughter
1: sounds like he's a sex trafficker. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they don't really go into, like, too much depth, except that, you know, I'm haunted by my non-past. So, Still? <laughs> well, what else does he have? You know, it, and it's funny. You would think that he would have PTSD about other things, like the fact that, and I, like, in the, in the last movie, in Rambo 4, that was the one in Burma, where he, in the climax of that movie, I'd almost forgotten this, he used a Gatling gun to kill, like, a hundred people. But no, no PTSD about that. It's still all about, you know, uh, poor, you know Brian Dennehy and uh, Richard Crenna, who are in the first movie, First Blood. The legitimately good movie in the series. I like First Blood a lot. Um, the goodwill from that movie is not stretched <laughs> over 35 years to this movie. Um so the main problem well, yeah, so he's created all these intricate tunnels, and I'm not being that original in a way, because other people point the sound line. Basically, the last 15-20 minutes, he becomes Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. And <laughs> is basically Well, it's weird because I thought at first that the uh, like the cartel would come after him. Cause like cause Rambo goes into this brothel and kills a bunch of hookers to get the you know, well, not even hookers, the Johns that are there to get the Mexican girl. Uh, and by the way, she's played by Yvette Monreal. Uh, Gabriel, I'm sorry, I'm that's mispr- mispronouncing that. And I thought at first, like, oh, the, the cartel is going to come after him for that. No, he goes back into Mexico, and it's like there's these two brothers who run this, like, sex trafficking thing it's very nebulous like at first i thought the movie was going to be about in the way that other movies are basically conservative propaganda you know we didn't win before in vietnam in rambo first blood part 2 but now we're going to win we're going to win man <laughs> we're
1: going to
0: win this thing and you know in afghanistan we're going to beat the russians this time and in burma we're going to beat the, the Burmese, I guess.
1: <laughs> but it doesn't sound like the audience wins. Hell, good work. <laughs>
0: yeah, good work. He's <laughs> um, no, but you would. I would. I was almost thinking. Okay, so there's going to be some type of commentary about bad hombres or something like that with this movie because it's now Rambo versus the cartels.
1: So you thought it was going to be a Stephen Miller joint? well
0: in a way it's almost like a half-assed sicario too um but it doesn't quite go in there enough i mean it's you could have taken out the mexico part and he could have just been i don't know it could have been him like what what, would have been interesting actually is if like i don't know maybe they they could have twisted this around if, if if sylvester stallone i i suspect he's conservative have you ever heard anything about that? Like, his political leanings? It seems like he probably is, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I don't know if I've seen him, like, come out for, pre- like, presidents, maybe, but it's he seems like that type of lug-headed, conservative, rah-rah guy based on stuff in the Rocky movies and Rambo movies.
1: Yeah, I don't know for sure. I might have heard that somewhere, but I'm, I'm really not sure.
0: Okay, it's fine. Um... But in this, it's he doesn't really do much with it. Like he didn't direct this one, but he he co-wrote it. And the home, like the first two thirds of this movie, are real are pretty dull, actually, and they're pretty joyless. It's just like you're what, and I almost have this theory, and I think you're gonna appreciate this theory. I think, so, and again, so Stallone didn't direct this, but I'm he obviously produced. It's his movie, really. I have a feeling he surrounds himself with bad actors so that he (laughs) looks better by comparison. (laughs)
1: Because
0: I think, like, unless if Stallone has really good material and a really good director, he just comes off as, like, fine. I know you don't feel that way.
1: I struggle to think of another actor who has gone so far with so little.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's he's kind of a sign of white male privilege, isn't
1: he? I'm actually... I'm very impressed by the fact that the man has fashioned himself a long, lucrative career with a thimble full of talent. (laughs) It's impressive. I mean, I'm just... Just think about... He has really enviable career longevity.
0: No, he does. Without. I mean, I, I think, a lot of talent. I think he has a lot of goodwill with a lot of, uh, you know. I mean, he's one of the guys from the '80s. I mean, he's looked at. You know, these. You say Stallone, you say Schwarzenegger, you get an image. Um, I think with the, the the big difference between those two, though, is I think Schwarzenegger never really kid himself. I think he kind of knew what his image was as, you know, a giant goofball, you know, meat, you know, big Austrian meathead bodybuilder so, type. Where Stallone, I think, really did fashion himself like he thought he could be a great actor.
1: So, this is a man who has gotten people to pay him millions of dollars to act. He's been a successful actor for more than 40 years. And he's not good at acting.
0: That's really impressive. <laughs> no, but, no, no. I See, the, the, my, the thing is, I think he can be good when he tries. Like, he can be okay. Like, I can think of mo- a few movies off the top of my head. I mean, the first Rocky, which I know you don't really care it's for that much. It's fine. fine. The first First Blood, Copland. Never saw it. And Creed. Not even the second Creed. The first Creed.
1: fine. No, no,
0: he's really. I think he's really good in Creed. But what what I'm trying to get at though is that this material, it's like he gives a few speeches, which I guess he does in a lot of these Rambo movies. But this time, it just it feels a lot more empty. (laughs) He's just you know, I almost feel like it's Rambo going. I have to give a speech now, and you know, he tries to have one kind of memorable line because like someone says, you know, like, the girl Gabriel at one point says to him, like, you've changed. And he's like, I haven't changed. I just put a lid on it. Deep. That's very deep, man. He just put a lid on it.
1: You know, as you're describing this, I want Neil Breen to remake this film. (laughs) Make this a Neil (sighs) Breen production. Oh...
0: Oh, my God, this is why you're my co-host, and I love you. Uh Yes, the old Breen last Rambo would be amazing. Well, especially for the last 15, 20 minutes. Like, a lot of the movie, it almost, it tries to skirt up to being about something, but it just isn't. It's like, again, the, the, the gang in this movie could have been any generic gang. What I was about to say was if he really wanted to be, if he really wanted to go out with something that would challenge the audience, you know, he might make, like, I don't know, the gang, like, white supremacists. That would have been kind of cool. If, like, now Rambo, you know, troubled PTSD Vietnam vet who's, you know, fought the man and (laughs) saved POWs and (laughs) single-handedly won the war in Afghanistan. Um, He's now, like facing off against White's pres- But no, in this, it's just a generic Mexican gang. It's like one of the gang members makes a mark on Rambo's cheek, and then he makes an, a mark also on the chick's cheek, and... Why
1: would he cut her face if he wants the sex trafficker? I uh, mean...
0: Because the guy's an idiot. Like... The, uh, oh, and the actor, too, um... Uh, I, his name is uh, Sergio Perez Merteta. I, I think he's kind of like Mexican Kit Harrington.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: when you watch him in this, he has the charisma of Jon Snow. <laughs> and yeah, no, that's his bright idea. Because it's like, again, it's these two brothers. The one brother, you know, sees that this guy Rambo has come to Mexico to retrieve this girl that they've put into their sex slavery and says, rightly, let's throw him in a tub of acid. Let's kill him. And the other brother's like, no, I want him to live. I want her to live. I want them both to (laughs) suffer. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go again. Like, if... If this movie almost felt like at time, like for the most part until the last act, like almost like a contractual obligation or something like that. Stallone didn't almost want to be there, but was there and doing his Rambo thing, but not <laughs> even that hap- until a certain point, not with his heart in it. Hey. Again, other people listening, if you have more of a Stallone thing, I guess, maybe you'll get more out of it, but...
1: It's sad that it was boring bad and not fun bad. For for a, a, lot for a
0: good lot of it, yeah. It was more of... And especially, like I said, I feel bad saying it, because maybe she'd be good in other things, but this, this Yvette Monreal girl is just not good, and she's supposed to be, like... The one that we care about in the beginning, that, you know, she's, she's the wholesome girl who, and all this, and, and they don't even try. Again, it's almost, it's like in Taken, but at least in Taken, there is something there more with Liam Neeson doing this story than with fucking Stallone. Um, very, yeah, very, it's like the minute that you suddenly hear her say, I want to go see my father, you know where this movie is going immediately and it doesn't give you a single surprise. Now let me get to the caveat with that. Okay. Which is why I it's like I don't recommend this movie overall. But I recommend when it like somebody uploads on YouTube the last like ten to fifteen minutes of this movie, mm. you should watch that. Okay. When he sets up like his big eh. Booby trapped underground tunnel, (laughs) like minefield spikes in like the ground, like explode fire shooting up it from the like the ground into to explode everyone. And like, oh, and then he also puts on a song which really pissed me off. He put on the doors five to one to like mess with his enemies. Which, that made me mad, because the Doors, they were all like, our music, we want our music to be about, you know, peace and love and all that stuff, and this fucker took their music and turned it into a, uh, you know, violent set piece. But, the violence, who there's some good violence in this. The, he, this is almost, not even an R, this is actually like, X-rated violence, this is like, think machete if you took it seriously.
1: Now, I have a question for like, you related to
0: I, I mean, like, heads cut off, limbs, like, getting chopped off left and right. There's one last thing with Stallone that he does with uh, Mexican snow that I'll get to.
1: How does the blood look? Is it that really grody-looking uh, uh, CGI blood? Uh, it, it,
0: here's the thing. It, I don't know if this was, like... If this is a compliment to the director or a put down, a lot of the time I couldn't really tell if it was CGI. It wasn't as bad. Like, that was a mark against uh, Rambo 4, though, I remember, because that movie had a lot of the bad CGI blood that, you know, it was also like in the Expendables movies. You know, that was pretty bad there. This movie, I think they used, if they didn't use real blood, it looked better. Or they cut around it at times so you didn't really see it and they would maybe amp up, like, the sound effects a little bit more. I mean, this is almost... The last act of this movie, if you change the perspective around, it's almost like uh, Rambo becomes, like, a fucking, like, killer in a horror movie. Like, he's really taking out all these Mexican, you know generic SWAT drug people really, you know who like I want to show you that when it comes on.
1: I might enjoy it.
0: Yes. Seemed up my alley. Yeah, that part is kind of well done. But even then it's like my one problem still though, as good as that sequence is in terms of execution and actually giving the audience what they've been waiting for, there's a little bit of kind of too it's a little bit of like it, oh this is happening a little too late in the film by now and they should have had like maybe one other really strong action sequence because mm-hmm. they actually because they do have another sequence in the movie where like I said he goes in with a hammer and kills like all the other people in this brothel to get this girl my problem watching that scene was I saw that already done. And much better in another movie from last year. Did you hear about You Were Never Really Here?
1: Sounds vaguely familiar.
0: Yeah. That would have been a movie you might have liked. It had Joaquin Phoenix. He uh, you know, this tortured guy who's who rescues women and like he has like a he has a bond with this one chick. It was a good movie. And it's like I have to wonder if Stallone saw that movie and just ripped it off. Cause it's like, it's so close to it. And that made me really mad.
1: Would you enjoy a mashup of that scene to MC Hammer? Cause he's hammering people. Hammer time? <laughs>
0: Hey, how about I bring in Justin Hammer from Iron Man Two? We make it a Hammer Palooza. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, oh, also Paz Vega's in the movie. Remember her? No, really? Did you ever see that movie, Sex and Lucia?
1: I don't even remember hearing of that movie. Really? I feel
0: like you. I feel like you told me you watched that part of that movie when you were in Peru. Maybe. <laughs> I know that was like 10 years ago, but see, like I said, this is where I remember your life better than you do. <laughs> she's like, she's a Mexican actress. She's been some, uh, uh, or might, she might be a Spanish actress. She's been in some Almod- Almodovar movies. She She's supposed to come in almost as like a kind of, quote, real character at one point, because she's like a journalist of some kind who kind of saves Rambo after he's been beaten up by the, the Mexican cartel uh, people. And and you wonder, uh, for a second, I wondered, like, oh, is she going to, like, write the big story and tell the tale of John Rambo, savior of, you know, dumb girls who go down to Mexico <laughs> when they shouldn't, or, or, you know, whatever it is. But, like, she doesn't play much of a role at all. And that was also really weird. It's like, where did she... Like, she could have had more of a role in this, but maybe that was cut down, or I don't know what. It's also, it's kind of a short movie. This is barely, like, 90 minutes. So, uh, do you have any questions for me about things with the movie?
1: What's the thing with the Mexican snow?
0: Oh, well, well no, that was the, vi- oh! Oh, the finale of this. Well, eventually, of course, Stallone takes out all the, the generic, uh, Guys with guns, and you know either you know getting them with booby traps, you know chopping off their limbs, uh, in inconvenient in moments, you know lots of giant shotgun blasts. I mean, again, it's a very satisfying movie. And then at the end, he ends up cornering uh, Mexican Jon Snow, uh, with these arrows. And all right, here's mega spoiler. Here's the other spoiled movie. He takes a giant knife, like a giant, uh, you know, military type knife, slices, you know, with a giant, almost like a surgical thing all the way down the center of his body, pulls out and rips out his heart.
1: Does he split him, like, in that movie Bone Tomahawk?
0: Oh yeah, right. Well, no, 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 not like that. That's more like Terrifier.
1: I, because I was going to say I didn't see the movie this Bone isn't, Tomahawk, this isn't, but I watched just that scene, yeah. in isolation. And I'm not squeamish at all when it comes to movie violence, typically. But that scene in Bone Tomahawk was unwatchable.
0: Well, it was funny okay. that it was funny how that that scene and then there was another scene like it in Terrifier. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, but no, this isn't quite like that. And yet again, this is a big th- on thousands of screens Hollywood release, and whoa! Like I don't even remember it being that violent in some of the other Rambo movies, and that could that could get violent. So yeah, if see that's the one thing I think you would have enjoyed because I like I was the one I was the one guy in the theater, and it was a pretty full theater. I laughed out loud. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I do like my violence. I am bloodthirsty. This
0: is very this this fills that bloodthirst, but again, the problem is you have to get through a movie that kind of is facile at like I want this to be even more exploitative, Uh and it's like it it tries a little bit, but it's very weak tea. Like I. I, you know, it's it's the kind of movie that maybe Trump would try to jerk off to, <laughs> the, like, the image of bad hombres in this, but he, you know, probably... I don't so
1: it that. sounds to me like most of the movie, you wanted it to be more of something. Just stronger stuff.
0: It's, a t- it's kind of a terrible story. It's kind of a completely predictable, generic script. And then all of a sudden, in the last... Act Stallone realized, oh, my audience is here to see a Rambo movie. I really should try to give them the goods, you know, if this is the last one.
1: Now, I do have a question for you about the violence specifically. Okay. So you're describing these traps. He cuts people's limbs off. He sets traps for them. He attacks them with hammers. What percentage of his kills are him shooting people?
0: Oh, no, no. There are a good number of kills. Like, what happens is he'll... You know, he like he'll set up like some type of booby trap. You know, a guy will suddenly fall into like a bed of spikes or something, and you'll hear the guy go, Ah and then Stallone will peek out and blow the guy away with a shotgun. Okay. That type of and you it's it's edited so you can tell like, oh, that was pretty graphic. Um I wonder if they also it's a bit dark too, because it's again tunnels. So that might be why I'm not so sure on how much CGI there was or Uh wasn't. I'm sure there was, but it's probably improved a bit since 2008 or 2010.
1: But you would definitely say in this movie, he diversifies his murder arsenal. He does, yeah.
0: It's not just him with, like, giant machine guns going, because that was the the whole... you know, as a kid, I I saw the parodies of Rambo long before I actually saw Rambo. I, you know, when you watch Weird Al Yankovic in UHF, and that's <laughs> yeah, like the fake giant muscles and <laughs> rescues Michael Richards, and then there's a part where you just see him keep turning to the camera, going "Oh,
1: oh,", oh
0: and like cut to uh, explosion, explosion. I wish people
1: could see your face right now
0: oh really was <laughs> I making a face yes
1: it was delightful
0: it was probably very derpy um, but yeah so that's that's my thoughts really on, but I had to get them out and I couldn't just write a review or anything I felt like I wanted to share these with you and then likewise share them with the public because you know Stallone is a gift of some kind
1: well I like your <laughs> thoughts <laughs> I hope the public <laughs> likes your thoughts.
0: Yes. And again, I think that you would have liked 20% of this movie.
1: Okay. Well, I think then the right tack is to wait until it comes out on... Yeah. It's like... It comes I, to g- TV. Yeah.
0: I, again, I, I had a lot of fun near the end just because it suddenly realized, all right, let's just stop giving a fuck. Let's make this the most... Br- one of the most brutally violent films of the decade. But, again, only for that little span of time. Like, it's not through the whole thing. But the problem is you have to get through, like, an, over an hour of just shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, and like I said, it's it would be one thing, you know, Stallone... Again, he looks decent in this performance, but it's mostly, I think, based on the fact that the people around him just are not good at all. Like, again, even compared to him, they're weak-sauce, like, direct-to-video type actors.
1: Alright, so it's bad actors acting out a bland, generic, boring script, yes. and then it gets fun in the end.
0: Yeah. it. I just have to close with this, that, like, Movies, it's weird right now, like, what movies, fr- like, director, what people, like, who, pe- you know, people who are actual franchised unto themselves get, like, these wide releases still, but then who doesn't? Like, Rob Zombie has a new movie out. Really? Well, well sort of. Well, what happened, it's, but, well, Rob Zombie, and then next month, Kevin Smith... They each have new movies. Like Rob Zombie had this movie come out this week called Three from Hell. I, have you heard of that? No. Really? Well, that the reason you didn't is because it wasn't a wide release that would be you know show multiple show times every uh, you know day you know for days on end. It was a Fathom event where they did I think one two or three nights where they showed it, and but that's it. And I guess maybe I'll go video later. And then... It was a sequel to The Devil's Rejects. Okay. And then Kevin Smith has uh, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot coming out next month. Uh, Yeah, well...
1: Not seeing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're going to take a stand?
1: I'm not a big fan of the first Jay and Silent Bob movie. I told you i like the end of that movie when they go to hollywood i don't really like the rest of the movie
0: yeah i mean i don't know what this will entail like the trailer almost seems less like when they say jay and son bob reboot it does seem like all right i've i i didn't really work out that well i guess with these horror movies let me try to go back to my askew averse or whatever (laughs) um but but again that's a movie that's fathom event Type. really so um. it's not getting a wide release you would think like kevin smith with a new jane sound bob movie that would be you know it might not maybe it wouldn't be on like 3000 screens but maybe like 1000 or a few hundred but no it's just fathom event and maybe maybe who knows maybe he'll do well with that but then this movie which really is almost like direct to video quality is a major release <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't know those other two movies were coming out at all, so you're right, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I guess everyone knows, in the case of Kevin Smith, that well has been tapped. And it has gone dry.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel good for him that he, you know, is alive and still being able to create things, because he, you know, could have died. from that hard attack. Yeah. So, you know, I'm glad that he's... I mean, I'll, I'm not... I'll late to pass judgment on if he's washed up or something, but... But I guess it's just interesting to me, the fact that these big figures, like Rob Zombie and Kevin Smith, can't really get a major release. But, you know, because Stallone has a lot of direct-to-video crap.
1: Well, the real moral of the story, Rob Zombie and Kevin Smith didn't do enough human growth hormone. (laughs)
0: I don't know, I feel like Rob Zombie has done some type of growth hormone with his hair.
1: <laughs> you ever see his
0: hair? He looks like he's, like, come out of the woods. <laughs> Alright, I don't know if I have much else to say about Last Blood, but I just, uh, again, I wanted to share these thoughts with you.
1: I'm glad you took one for the team and saw it.
0: Yeah, and I had, and I, I, I it's been a little while since I've talked, uh, about, you know, stuff with, you know, a movie.
1: Do you with, know what you know. could say about... Which is funny
0: that, like, yesterday I actually saw a great movie. You guys should go see Ad Astra instead. You know, go see go see the good movie about uh, uh, daddy issues. Because <laughs> both these movies, it's their one thing in common, character with daddy issues. <laughs> but Ad Astra is great, and I didn't even... I didn't even think to do a podcast. But after I see Last Blood, I'm like, Yay, podcast!
1: <laughs> well, since I didn't see this movie, would you say I dodged a bullet? Pew! Pew, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. You can't
0: see it, but I have like a fist and I'm gently battering my spouse.
1: Gentle battery.
0: Gentle battery. <laughs> <laughs> i'll make sure that that's on the arrest sheet
1: <laughs>
0: all right guys so if you've seen last blood and have any thoughts wages cinema at gmail.com please subscribe to us we're on soundcloud uh, itunes um whatever maybe next time when we come back we'll watch something together and review it together maybe and do that type maybe um you know you no know, nothing is over that's the big line from First Blood. Over
1: <laughs> nothing is over. <laughs> Did
0: you know? Last one, last thing. Originally, they were like that. Fine. There's a final big m- scene in First Blood where, like, John Rambo has like kind of like a breakdown and is like going on this long monologue to his mentor about, um, you know, uh, how broken he is and all this stuff. And originally, when they shot it. Stallone was so marble-mouthed that they had to, like, ADR the whole thing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, nice deep trivia. Okay, until next time,
1: I'm Jack. I'm Corey. And the Wage of Cinema is death! Hugs for everyone except Sylvester Stallone. Aw, <laughs> not
0: bad. All right. All right, have a good